Good morning or afternoon, depending on when you're watching this. Welcome to Community Connections with your Children's Services Council of St. Lucie County. I am just one of your still remote hosts, Sean Boyle, and with me is... Ashley Mock. And welcome to the half hour every Sunday at 10 a.m. on 104.5 The Flame, our great partner. And during this time, for whatever reason, also a Zoom television show that we post on our Facebook page, but our half hour program where we talk about what resources and things that are available for children and families in our great community we call St. Lucie County. Now, we at the Children's Services Council, I say this every show, and even in a pandemic, even when we recorded on Zoom, it is very true. We are not radio or Zoom professionals. <laughs> but what we do at the Children's Services Council that I think we do excel at, and Ashley and the entire team is wonderful at, is five things for our community. And those five things are, one, to make sure every baby's a healthy baby, two, to stop child abuse before it happens, three, to keep kids off the street, four, to keep them in school, and five, to keep them off drugs, alcohol, and other risky behaviors by offering programs and resources for all families in our community. Even during a pandemic. You know, exactly. And, you know, this is so weird. You know, our radio show listeners aren't going to get this. Jump onto Facebook in the afternoon on Sunday and you'll see we post it. But I talk with my hands and I'm still talking. And you can't see it, but I keep hitting the screen and it keeps shaking my camera. <laughs> or so, hitting no, your I'm microphone. Not, I'm not in an earthquake. I am just very <laughs> animate right now. <laughs> I remember back in the day when we were in the studio and you and I had to sit very close together, you would hit me with your hand. You know, I just get excited. Like right now I'm doing it. I, I'd have to sit on my hands to not talk with my hands. That's okay. That's okay. You can be excited about it. So Sean talked about some of those priority areas that we really work with programs in the community on um, all of that information is available on our website. So you can find that at cscslc.org. Um, if you're watching this on Facebook, it's super easy to jump over to the website. There's a link that will take you right there. We are sharing a lot of information there um, all the time, but especially now. So there are pages full of resources specific to how to get how to help your family through the coronavirus pandemic. Um, we've got a lot of information there about our small business challenge, which we'll talk about in a minute, but there's a lot of information on our website that you really just, you know, if you take a look and browse through some of that, I'm positive that you will learn something or find something or even identify something that you'd be able to share with a coworker or a congregation member or someone um, in your circle. And I think now more than ever, I mean, it's true every day, but I think during this time, I, I think it's really our responsibility to look after each other, if you will, um, because we are a lot socially isolated. It's starting to relax a little bit, but, you know, we've all kind of been inside and when you're inside, you can, and, and I, I mean inside, meaning isolated, you can kind of go to maybe some dark places in your head or some stressful situations that maybe because you don't have the ability to network with anybody, you're kind of coping with on your own. So as we start to open back up, as we start to interact with neighbors, friends, and families, and hopefully you've already still doing that um, just safely, um, but remember that there are resources out there and help out there. And, and during this time, you know, we all need to kind of look after each other a little bit more, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I think, too, especially for parents that are out there, I think, 
you know, I can, I can truly speak from experience that we've spent more time with our kids than ever. Um, and there may be some things that you've identified that your child is struggling with. Um, that you just don't know how to help them with. And we're really lucky that in this community, we have professionals, we have tons of programs that really specialize in that um, and can, can speak to, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be therapy or counseling. It can just be a conversation. We've had conversations like that with Kim Early from Families of the Treasure Coast. Like she can just have a conversation with you. Um, And sometimes it's just that simple. Sometimes you just need to know that other parents are experiencing the same thing. And I think it's just, you know, as we are spending all of this time together and you're becoming aware of some of the things that maybe you didn't notice that your kid was worried about before this, or maybe this is the thing that they're worried about. Um, There's just, we have, we are lucky that in our community, we have a lot of people that can help. um, And it's okay to ask for help. You know, when you, when you said that we're spending a lot of time with our children, um, you have younger children. My children are, you know, I would debate that they're children. I'll be honest with you. They <laughs> act like that sometimes. They're adults. I'm hoping they're not watching, but uh, uh, they're a little bit older. But I remember my son, like when he was like 10 or 10 to 12 or something, tell me how much he liked when we were in a hurricane. And I'm like, why do you like we're in a hurricane? He's like, well, all the lights are off and we're all together and... <laughs> And to me, it was like the most stressful thing ever because it's not just a hurricane. It's the aftermath afterwards when you have no power. He loved it because we're all together. Um, But, you know, for us, it it was very stressful. So it's just interesting, you know, fast forward, you know, five, 10 years from now when all the children, when they're reflecting back, they may be like, I loved it when mom and dad were home all the time. I really think that that. Yeah, I think that's something that we that we may see, you know, come out of all of this is that families are spending a lot more time together. And, you know, hopefully for them, that's that's going to be to some benefit. Yeah. So we cannot have a radio show during 2020, the first quarter of 2020, without reminding everybody, please, 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 because I'm tired of talking about it. Let's be honest. Please fill out your census. It's almost over, right? It's almost almost done. (laughs) Right. But I mean, I feel like I'm begging and pleading. Like, you know, next time you'll see me, I'm going to be on my knees. Please, please fill out your census. But it is so important. If you haven't done it already, um, check your mail. They are sending cards as a reminder with login information. Um, If not, I think you can just go to census.gov, I believe is the address. Um, And I think you can log in yourself. Um, but take the five minutes. It literally, I mean, if it takes you literally five minutes, five that's, minutes. Gonna, it's, yeah. that's long, actually. Uh, if you're a slow typer, it'll take you five minutes. But please fill it out because it's so important to our community. And, you know, we want to make sure that we get our fair share in our community. And I don't, it's not, it's not going to impact the Children's Services Council directly. It's going to impact every resident, whether you want good roads, you want good schools, you want the infrastructure, you want to make sure that we're fully represented. Um, make sure you just fill it out. And, and please, well, and just, just so I don't have to keep talking about it. <laughs> There's, you know, as we, I, I hate to say these words out loud, but as we kind of inch into hurricane season, which they're saying this year might be a little dicey, um, you know, FEMA funds are related to that. They, they base a lot of calculations on the census numbers, and we really need to make sure that we have an accurate count. We know that children are undercounted, and obviously that's a big concern of ours because we want to make sure that we know where they are and how we can serve them. Um, so it's really, it's super simple. It doesn't take a long time. Just make sure that um, we get everybody counted this year. Yeah, and, and you're right. Uh, 
the undercounting of children, you know, this information is all private. Nobody's going to use it for any right. nefarious reasons. So please count everybody. Yes. All right. So we have a guest waiting, but I want to, uh, you, you mentioned already the small business, big challenge. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I, hopefully she'll be able to talk to it too. when we, when we let her in. Um, but it's been a really fun project. I think we're actually in week eight, yep. believe it or not. Um, and it's been a great partnership between us and the St. Lucie County Chamber of Commerce. Um, each week there is a business that is selected, a chamber member business, along with one of our funded programs. And um, the revenue that is earned by the member business that week is matched by us up to $1,000 as a donation to that program. And I think every single week of those weeks, eight weeks, um, we've been able to make a $1,000 donation to the program, which we know um, is truly benefiting them in this time. Um, and we're really excited about it. It's been an awesome partnership. I think the businesses themselves have have shown, have reached out to express their gratitude for being included in the program. Um, I've gotten to eat some really great food. I know you have too. So that's uh, always a plus for us <laughs> in my house. We've been really excited yeah. about it. <laughs> Can't go wrong with good food. <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, but it's really, you know, just a great way to make sure that we're supporting our local businesses and helping our nonprofits at the same time. And we got about one more minute before we're going to bring in our surprise guest. So I just want to take 30 seconds to let our listeners and viewers know what your Children's Services Council has been doing during COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, we have been part of a funders consortium that has collectively put over $400,000 into our community, into nonprofits to meet the basic needs. Your Children's Services Council has led that uh, amount, dollar amount by putting in, I believe, almost a hundred close to $150,000, $60,000. Mm-hmm. In addition, we have purchased over 10,000 masks, over, I think, 800 bottles of hand sanitizers to make sure that our programs are ready when they can open up. And we are collectively working with all of our summer and after-school programs to make sure that they have thought through the safety and security of the kids that are coming to their camps when they open up. So uh, I know that's a real quick one, but I just want you to know that your Children's Services Council is working. I mean, we, we actually knows this. We talk uh, what we can do every, I think almost every hour we are on just a call about. with somebody talking about what we can do to help. So I just wanted to put that plug in there. All right. Should we let our guest in who's waiting patiently? I guess we can. I it's feel fine. like it's a surprise guest, even though after we record it, we advertise who the guest is, but to me, it still <laughs> feels like a surprise. So the let's, surprise in, let's, for us. let's introduce our guest. I really don't know what to expect with her. You know, it's always, it's always a surprise. And and it doesn't. She, her audio's connecting. Oh, there she is. <gasps> there Our she surprise is. Surprise guest. <laughs> surprise. You're muted. Surprise guest. Is that, oh, is that me? And, I don't and know. we say surprise guest <laughs> uh, because uh, we pretend like we don't know who it's going to be, but clearly we know <laughs> who we, it's going to be. We, we know I who it's going to be. You You didn't didn't know know? you were the surprise? No, I was sitting here working, and then all of a sudden, Sean and Ashley just popped up on my computer, and I was working, and surprise. Are you recording a separate show where we're the guests? That would be excellent. (laughs) I really was. That that is a good flip. So obviously, those of you who are watching this can see that our surprise guest is Mindy Fetterman from the Inner Truth Project, a great friend of ours for a long time. Um, But we're excited. You know, 
Mindy, right before we, we let you in, we know you were hiding in the waiting room. Um, but one of the things that we talked about right before we let you in was the small business challenge. And you guys were the most recent recipient of um, the small business challenge project. And I don't know if you just wanted to take a quick minute. I know you sent Sean and I a great email about the impact that that's having on your program. But if you could share a quick minute about that, that would be great. First of all, do you know you have little people floating with balloons behind you? I I do. I put them there. Oh, wait, they're on this side. Um, (laughs) I'm glad you said that. I thought I was the only one that could see that. (laughs) We've all been isolated for so long. A lot of us are having visions that are scary, so I wanted to point that out. Um, (laughs) Challenge was incredible. Um, I think it was really, really wonderful of the Children's Services Council and the Chamber to step up and help uh, local businesses and to help um, nonprofits. I mean, it was a beautiful collaboration to help um, all of us in the community. I think it was highly unfair to pick a restaurant that was so high in carbs for the Inner Truth Project. I do want to say that. So I would love in the future if we got a little say in that because, um, you know, all of us had to go and like get pancakes and muffins. And listen, I had an omelet. I had eggs. No, she's right. She's right. I when I ordered, I was like, "Wait a minute, this supports inner truth." I need to order more than just one meal. So I think I ate three meals that morning. Exactly. Exactly. So it was it was a delicious challenge. It was wonderful. I'm a huge fan of Berry Fresh, and um, a lot of our supporters, a lot of our survivors, really enjoyed taking part of that. And um, you know, I, I I hope that it was great for the restaurant, and I know all of the other nonprofits that um, have benefited from it um, have really enjoyed it and I know the restaurants um, really need that um, that little boost so it was so great of you guys and and we really appreciated it and um, yeah so thank you it was great awesome so Mindy I am assuming that everybody listening and or watching knows who you are and what you do but on the off chance that's a fair assumption (laughs) but on the off chance that there's somebody who just moved to our community yesterday and they're not familiar with what the inner truth project is and does can you maybe explain it for everybody absolutely and my mom always said you know what 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 assumption means yep. yeah, you know so don't assume. i know i've heard that before yes i won't say it because hopefully uh there's people listening that are children hey we're, oh, we, we're, we're broadcasting sunday at 10 this is definitely a g-rated show mindy so <laughs> So if you don't know who I am, it's nice to meet you. Um, we, we run a nonprofit that helps survivors of sexual abuse, rape, incest, any type of sexual violence. And, um, you know, I try to bring a lot of humor and personality to what we do because it's a very, very difficult topic. And, um, you know, we try to be approachable because I believe almost everybody that I come in contact with knows somebody, either a friend, a family member, um, a neighbor who has experienced this type of trauma. Um, you know, it's, it's weird to say right now dealing with, um, COVID that, which is a real pandemic, um, that we too at the inner truth project have been dealing with a pandemic. Sexual violence is truly something that is global and it is in every part of our community and it is silent. It's something that people don't want to talk about and very much like COVID, you can't see it. And it is um, insidious. What's the word? Insidious. Insidious. Thank you. 
Yeah, I always love trying to put in big words that I can't say. Um, so you, owe, you owe me five cents. Yeah, yeah, I'll get that right to you. So, um, you know, it's it's just one of these things that is 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 really difficult to deal with because it is everywhere. But uh, what we try to do is just treat people with kindness, love, and without judgment, and let them know, you know, no matter who you are, no matter where you come from, we can we can offer an ear. We can help you with support groups, individual therapy, um, and we do some really cool, creative um, uh, ways to help people transition from living as victims into really thriving in their best life, uh, which is also helping um, in somatic types of therapy. So trauma-sensitive yoga, art therapy, writing workshops. I actually have an art, um, an artist that's local right behind me, and she does some of our art workshops. So we do some really cool things at the Inner Truth Project. You know, uh, that's a really good an analogy is that the right word or metaphor of of what you do at the inner truth project with the COVID-19 pandemic, because it is widespread. It is silent. Um, you can't see it or anything. You know, if somebody walks in the room, you can't see it, but can you talk? I know in, in, in past moments where you've given presentations or even on our radio show, you've talked about the prevalence, the, like the, the national statistics. Can you just, if you can just go over that real quick, because I want to make sure that everybody understands how prevalent this is. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, you can't, you can't wipe it out with bleach. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's one and four or one in three, depending on where you get your numbers for girls. So, I mean, if you can really wrap your head around that and, you know, I try to tell, to tell people don't really focus on the numbers because, um, if you think about just who you know, you know, um, the girls in your family, your, your daughters, your nieces, your sister, your mother, one in three, one in four, that's, that's somebody you know. And for boys, for males, one in six. So a lot of people, when you start thinking about rape, incest, molestation, sexual abuse, sex trafficking, they automatically have this vision of women, of girls, which, you know, that's, that's a lot of how we've conditioned ourselves in society. But this is not a, a female issue. This is a, a people issue. And it very much affects uh, the male gender. So when you think about one in six, that, that too, that's our, our brothers, our fathers who don't talk about this, our uncles. So um, one in three, one in six. And again, it's hard to get hard numbers because those are based on people who report these incidents, uh, people who are talking about this and nobody's talking about it. And, and this is um, one of the most underreported crimes and 90% of all children know their perpetrators. 90% wow. means it's typically a family member, a friend, a coach, somebody from their church, 90%. You know, well, and I, Oh, sorry, Sean. No, go ahead, Ashley. I was just going to say, I think, I, I think in our community, um, we have really seen since you have established the Inner Truth Project, since you have been out in the forefront, you know, making the presentations, doing, having these conversations, um, we've really seen that people are starting to talk about it in our community, and there are survivors that who maybe have spent most of their life 
hiding behind their past and their trauma, um, but are now able to really kind of come out and deal with it and deal with it in a healthy way when maybe previously they were dealing with it in an unhealthy way. Um, And that really, you know, it's not just impactful for those people as individuals, but on our community as well. Well, you know, um, I appreciate you saying that. And, and that really is my, that's my hope because I, I myself am a survivor and that's why, you know, I started this, um, this, this ripple, you know, our, our logo is the, is the ripple. And it, and it really is about one person just setting in motion, showing their face and telling their story because I have nothing to be ashamed of that this happened to me. Um, I didn't, I didn't create what happened to me. I didn't cause it. So I, I no longer need to carry that shame. And so if one more person can realize that the things that happened to them, um, it, it doesn't make them dirty. It doesn't make them sinful and that they don't have to have that, um, create the story of their life, then they can, and then break uh, the silence for somebody else. And then that's how we start to heal, not just individually, but as a society, and that we don't have to have this be such a taboo topic. And, you know, um, eventually, I do believe that all of the perpetrators that are able to hide because we hide our faces and our stories will no longer be able to um, stay in the darkness. So um, collectively, our healing is, is, is really going to flip the script, so to speak, on this topic. You know, I was going to add, uh, I, I think both of you know this, I spent uh, a couple of years doing child abuse investigations um, and saw some really horrific things. And, and I only did it for a couple of years because it was that, it scarred me that bad. Um, but to your point, Mindy, I would say 99% of the investigations I had were somebody that was very, not just known by the family, but very well known by the family. Um, so, you know, this idea that it's these strangers that are going around to communities, it's not, it's, it's here now. And, and, and Ashley, I'm going to add a little humor in here. So let's, Let's let's overestimate and say we have ten people watching our show right now, <laughs> or listening to on the radio. That means two of them um, have experience with this. And and if you haven't talked about it, and if you haven't, for lack of a better word, found your voice and become a survivor and and begun the healing, that manifests itself in other ways. And you may see it in how your relationships are with people, or you may see it in some other type of behavior that you're having, but. You need to talk about it. You need to, like you said, Ashley, and really what Mindy does is give voice um, so that you can heal. Yeah. Well, and I, I would say too, you know, I said it before, I'll say it again. I say it to people all the time. We are lucky that we have a Mindy Fetterman and that we have an Inner Truth Project um, because there are not other communities that have that. <laughs> um, and so I would just ask you, Mindy, for someone who's listening, who is sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, that's me, or that's someone that I know, how do they get in touch with you? What can they expect, um, you know, especially in this environment that we're in? I know things have been operating a little bit differently for you guys, but how can someone reach out to get help if they are in one of those populations? Well, the first thing that I would say is I think one of the things that I I believe keeps people from really wanting to make that first step is that they're conflicted because they do have feelings, a lot of people, for their perpetrator. 
because, you know, we know 90% of the people know their, their perpetrator. It's, it's an uncle, it's a family friend, it's their pastor, it's their father. They also love that person. Or that person is the person who is providing um, structure in the house, providing food on the table, um, is, you know, the, the caretaker or the spouse, you know, maybe the, the married to their mom and they don't want to disrupt the family. So it, it's, it's very it's it's not cut and dry. So, you know, they want to they want to open up the, the door and, and get help for themselves, but they don't want to disrupt the whole family and they don't want to be disloyal to that person because there's confliction. They love and they hate that person at the same time. So it's, it's very confusing. And so what I want to say to somebody who's listening right now is it's okay to have all of those feelings at once. And we're not going to judge anybody and we're not going to tell you what to do that you have to leave, that you have to, you know, report that you have to be mad at the person. What we want to do is help people understand that they can stop judging themselves and that if they call us or they email us, we're just going to help them with tools on how to help with anxiety and flashbacks and, and um, depression and self-love, not about um, starting to judge or change the family dynamic because that is a whole other ball of wax. It's about really taking care of yourself and living your best life first. That's a really, I'm glad you brought that up because it is very complicated and, and because, you know, the intimacy of, of, of who the perpetrator may be and connected. And, and, you know, I have, uh, some family history in this as well, and it is, and I've talked to Mindy about it, and it it is very complicated, and it's very hard to navigate, and just having somebody to talk to um, is tremendous. So, so Mindy, real quick, what's your phone number, and what can they expect when they call and or email? Just so that if somebody's listening and is like, yeah, I need to make this call. We always try to break down that barrier so that they know exactly what to expect. During this COVID time, this is a great time, actually, because there's a little bit more secrecy doing things online. You don't have to come in person. So this is a great time. So you can call us 772-200-4599. And you can always reach us at innertruthproject.org. All the information is at our website, or you can email us directly, info at innertruthproject.org. And I, I think also our listeners and viewers need to know that you serve pretty much all age ranges, right? From teenagers all the way to full-grown adults. Well, we're really fortunate because we get funded by the Children's Services Council of St. Lucie County. So uh, because of your uh, funding, which has helped us so much, we've actually been able to, because of the need, start even younger. So we do um, um, support children that are even at age uh, 9 and 10. But when we do get phone calls for kids that are even younger, we're not going to turn anyone away. We're not necessarily direct service, but we're going to be a resource and connect them you know, to the appropriate person, whether it's at Tykes and Teens or wherever it is. Um, you know, I don't necessarily like the, the term warm handoff, but we're not necessarily just going to say we're not appropriate and hang up. We will make sure that if it's, a, if it's a young child, we'll get them to where they need to go and work with that family. And we also you do. Wanna... 
Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Go ahead, Ashley. I'm sorry. <laughs> this whole, you know, remote thing. I, I just wanted to point out too, um, I, and I have had lots of conversations with Mindy about this too, but you guys also do really cater to caregivers for survivors. And I think that's a really important population because there, it, that's not something that people are equipped to handle when the information is shared with them. Um, so I think that's a really important thing that you do as well is really, you know, um, working with the caregivers as well. Yeah. Well, um, you know, nobody's equipped to deal with this. I mean, first of all, who's equipped to deal with anything? <laughs> right? Right. Good uh, point. Not this guy. <laughs> not, not this girl. So, um, you know, I, the last thing I really want to say, and I appreciate everything that you're bringing up, is the Inner Truth Project is a survivor-led organization, and I think that makes us really unique. And what that means is that all of the things that we do come out of the things that survivors have said they need for themselves and that their families need. So it's not Mindy Fetterman's ideas. It's not our board's ideas. It's, it's, it's really grown organically from what survivors need. So we know how to empower people to live their best lives and to help them learn to trust and grow because we've listened to what the people need. We're, we're people focused. And so when you say things like uh, we cater to the caregivers, that's come out of a real um, learning from caregivers telling us that's what they need. And, and I think also we, we, before we've got about like a minute left, I want, there's two things I want to cover. One is to make sure that everybody understands that it's, while it's a serious subject, you make it fun. It's not like they're going in and sitting on the couch and you're like, tell me, go over everything. You know, it's, <laughs> you're doing yoga, you're doing equine, you're doing drawing, you're doing uh, writing. It's fun. Right. right? Yeah. And, and, and we always, we, you know, people, it is emotional and there's a lot of crying, but, but it's a celebration. I mean, we are really celebrating people's resiliency and strength and creating a community. And then I, I want to end on this, and, and I normally don't do this, um, or we normally don't do this, Ashley, but I think this is important because, uh, Ashley, you said it, and it's been sitting in the back of my mind. Uh, what Mindy and the Inner Truth Project does is incredible, and it is the only resource like this, I think, for a long ways away, at least definitely for the Treasure Coast, if not nearly the entire state of Florida. And because they're so unique, they, they're kind of like – it's it's hard to categorize them into what type of service. And and I say all that because, um, and I've had conversations with Mindy, that sometimes it's hard to apply for grants that might be available for normal organizations because they fit so perfectly. But Inner Truth has such a specialty and needed niche that sometimes that makes that a little bit more challenging. So I say all that because this is a direct plea. I'm not going to, I'm not bashful <laughs> about this. If you have the ability, if you're listening or watching and you're like, Hey, I need to, you know, I got some extra money. I could help out a nonprofit. The inner truth project is a great investment. One, because of the phenomenal work. One be second, because there's no other resource like this in our community. And third, you know, because of their specialty, it makes it sometimes challenging. And I, and I think, you know, this is a, a nonprofit that, and again, I don't think I say this very often in the show, this is a nonprofit that I think we need to rally around, particularly if you have resources to give. Thank Would that you. be fair? <laughs> I thought you were going to say we were going to dance because that's not something you <laughs> normally do, but I, oh. I like what you did. Thank you. That, that is not something you'll see me do on camera. <laughs> 
or ever really. But mm-hmm. I, I do think that's important. And and again, if you if you happen to be in a, a spot where you you're uh, you have been blessed to be able to give uh, the not uh, the Inner Truth Project would be a great organization again because they can utilize every resource that's that's been given to them and they're phenomenal and you know fiduciary they're very accountable if you're worried about that but again you talk about a specialty need and there's nobody in a four to five if not the entire state and we have it here in St. Lucie County we need to do all we can to support it thank Absolutely. you I appreciate that all right. I guess I'm sorry to end on a, a monetary <laughs> plea there, folks, but that's the end of our show. You want me to dance? <laughs> you can dance us out while I do the end. All right. Uh, reminder, it's a weekly radio program on The Flame at 10 a.m. on 104.5 every Sunday. And it's also, especially while Mindy's continuing to dance, a Zoom <laughs> show that we will post on our Facebook page. Thank you for listening and watching. Uh, thank you, Ashley. Thank you, Mindy. Thanks, everybody. And remember, it's our children, our community, our future. More than ever, we're all in this together. We'll see you next time.